Welcome to the New Humanist Advent Podcast, December 18th. Robin Ince talks to comedian Mark Steele. I'm with Mark Steele outside Houston Station underneath a plane, as usual, because uh, there's always a lot of background noise wherever I do these things. Um, Mark Steele, if, if uh, one philosopher, uh, thinker or scientist could be celebrated in the same way that we celebrate the life of Jesus at Christmas, who would you choose? Uh, Jean-Paul Marat, um, largely forgotten revolutionary hero from the French Revolution, partly because, in as much as he is remembered, he is utterly, utterly reviled and despised. Um, Simon Sharma, I, I think I might be paraphrasing him uh, Simon Sharma I think in his book describes him as the epitome of confrontational ugliness uh, there's one book I read that said you could tell he was evil from the way his eyes were not properly aligned and there are other books that uh, refer to him as looking like a whole variety of scavenging animals and one that concludes the uh, contemporaries debated only which scavenging animal he resembled most uh, and I think they plumped for a crow and in actual fact Jean-Paul Marat was uh, a physician a scientist in the 18th century born in uh, Neuchâtel a little town in, uh, in Switzerland it is now and was um, sort of studied lightning and various things that sort of scientific people tried to work out uh, in the in the 18th century they were just coming to terms with the the new science and then when the French Revolution began he set up a paper called the friend of the people which uh, tried to sort of debate the the issues of the issues of the day and it became immensely popular and it was forever being smashed up and his printing press was being destroyed and he'd have to sort of run around Paris in disguise and he'd pop up somewhere else and produce this paper again and it did go over the top with raging filthy wild anger and there is one headline uh, that he had at one point which is not something i defend that is a uh, uh, in which he said mankind has the right to deal with their oppressors by devouring their palpitating hearts which i i was thinking <laughs> was there an editorial meeting and if someone objected did he go oh well if you're gonna go all soft on me you can piss off and join the liberal democrats but uh, palpitating hearts it is but uh, he was uh, and he was also incredibly modern in many ways. He, he, he married uh, a woman called Simone Evra, but the wedding ceremony was a sort of new agey ceremony with all sorts of crystals and things. They didn't believe in the, the official ceremony of the Catholic Church uh, and so they were never formally married and he was um, there was one article that was written that was denounced him which he read in the middle of the night and so he got up in his pajamas walked through Paris in the middle of the night and stormed into this bloke's house you know where there was a whole dinner party going on and said how dare you write this about me so he was just full of fun and uh, and jollity really and not confrontational ugliness or scavenging crow resemblance at all uh, so I think it was an extraordinary character he was also now this is the thing he's most famous for uh, he had psoriasis so he used to sit in a bath a great deal of the time and it was while he was in a bath that one Charlotte Corday who was an enemy of the, that period of the French Revolution uh, knocked at his door and said can I speak to Jean-Paul Marat please who was by now a leader one of the top leaders of the, the revolutionary government and he was stabbed to death by Charlotte Corday who went up to see him stabbed to death in his bath and this then became this image then became the famous painting by a man called David I think it says a lot about the fact that that used to be the uh, pin-up for advertising Madame Two Swords and now it's Angelina Jolie so that's within 20 years <laughs> and she didn't even have to get stabbed in a bath 
But the extraordinary thing about this, so first of all, you know, he's he's written, if, in as much as he's written about at all, he's described as this sort of hideous figure, this epitome of evil in the revolution. And yet, first of all, how extraordinary that he was so close, in fact, not at all sort of distant from people with this cold, chilling ability to just sort of dis destroy people at the flick of a finger. Far from that, he was so close to people that someone including the woman who was his assassin, was able to knock on the door and just come up and say hello in his bath. I mean, imagine, does that happen very often? I'm Doesn't Angelina Jolie never does that either. That's oh, another yeah, thing. But I mean, Alistair Darling, I'm sick of these new bloody VAT regulations. Tap, tap, tap. Hello, is this Mr Darling's residence? Could I come and see him? Of course, come and see him. He's in the bath. Send him up. I, of course that doesn't happen. So, uh, so uh, there's something about that. But... Also, once he was murdered, uh, there was just the most extraordinary outpouring of sort of, you know, Diana-style grief, a bit more meaningful than that, I think, from, from people who saw him as this, as one of the leaders of the, revo of the revolution. Extraordinary, you know, the, uh, half of Paris uh, came out and, and carried his body through the streets and all this sort of all this sort of thing. So far from being reviled and hated by people at the time, he was actually much much loved as someone who was um, who was sort of close to them because he was he, he, most of the leaders of the French Revolution were from legal backgrounds and he was you know he was not from that background and so he had to sort of win his position of influence by producing this paper and by being a speaker and by being someone who articulated the ideas of how it should be ordinary people that should should decide who represents them rather than it just being decided by which bloodline uh, a particular family was born into and so he was um, an extraordinary character and yet utterly utterly reviled and you go to Paris now and um, there's not even a plaque and I mean they love they love a plaque you've only got a piss in a street somewhere and there'll be a plaque up saying this is where some bloke pissed in the street poor Marat there's nothing <laughs>